Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tell me more about yourself. Could you stay at a cosplay hotel like the Star Wars, the new Star Wars experience in Disney World? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. So they just opened this new, uh, I'm calling it a cosplay motel or hotel. That's not what they call it. But this is a new intergalactic experience. Uh, it's called Galactic Star Cruiser. It is the Star Wars hotel, the Star Wars property in Disney World. And it is truly unlike anything we've ever had in the world in that it's a two I think it's a two or three day immersive experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you it's not like a regular hotel situation where you um, go, I think we'll be there like Tuesday through Thursday. And yeah, you have to sign up for specific like entry time. It's literally like a cruise. It runs like a cruise. You know, there's well, yeah, except if I tell you some more details, you might think twice about that. So I. I am asking the question of everybody as I tell you about this. Does this sound like something you would do? Now, you might have to pretend you're like the world's biggest Star Wars fan in order to get there. But even if you have to think about another type of entity that you're really excited about, imagine that like a Golden Girls immersive (laughs) hotel experience. So the way that this works, so you, you, you arrive on arrival day with your party um, and you, they, you get into the hotel and they literally pretend like they're launching you into space and you will see the, you know, through windows. Um, and by the way, the Buzzfeed article I read that gave all the details wanted to make sure that, you know, you don't actually go into space. Oh, good. Thanks so, for clarifying. FYI. They didn't know. But, but there's a whole storyline that's taking place while you're there. So. Um, there are many people in character that are acting out an experience. You have on your phone a special app mm-hmm. that um, that gives you information about what's going on. There are like you know hidden rebels in the crowd. It's kind of like a grand scale murder mystery. I was going to say party. it sounds very much like a. Uh, murder mystery dinner. Yeah. yeah. Like Tony and Tina's wedding. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. But for days. Yeah. There are outings that are scheduled uh, into the park to go on, but you can only go to the Star Wars area, the Tatooine area of uh, Disney World. Um, and you get to ride a couple of the rides there. You There sometimes are missions that you're supposed to be carrying out. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Does this sound interesting to you at all? Also, it comes at a hefty price, and the food is not normal. <laughs> what do you mean the food's not normal? So, and I kind of know this because I've been to the cantina that they have in Disney World. Yeah. It's it's very much the theme of Star Wars type food. Yeah. So it's not. Uh, you're not going to be able to order a grilled cheese off the menu. You're going to be eating. 
like like dried root vegetables and what? yeah, I'm serious. Dried root vegetables. Yes, that's like an actual snack. Okay, no, I don't. Um, you mean like potato chips? No, more like um, yeah, similar to potato chips, but not potatoes. Okay, other root vegetables oh, in chip weird. form. I, for example, okay, you will get a multi-course meal with flavors like miso shooters and a bento box. And roasted tu- tuber veg. That's what I meant to say. Tuber vegetables, um, and they. So it's not. It's not. It's not like an immersive experience where you can tailor it to yourself or your own needs or wants. It, you are definitely on the ride once you get there. Yeah, and it is not. You cannot get off for two days. You are cosplaying. And I just decided after reading about that, I don't think I, I was going to say, I, I get the impression that this is not something you'd be interested in. Not even what's a little the, bit. Like, what's the biggest reason I, you would not be getting on board? I have a hard time with um, situations where people are not a- are acting and improving and in- and interacting oh. with you, I have such a hard time with How that. How do you deal with that? Like when you go to Disney and stuff, don't you? I mean, because they do that at Disney. Like from the moment you walk through the doors, yeah, they? they do. Um, I just sort of ignore it. I don't know. I, you know, it's funny because especially when you're in the Star Wars area, yeah, they are. I mean, they're on a they every conversation they have, they're yeah. committed to it. And my kids, there was like an entry that they kept on going in and out of. Well, we were waiting for something and they were watching people go in and out in costume and yeah. in there. And I, my son said, where are they going? And I said, why don't you ask them? I was, I wanted to hear how they answered because they will not, not gonna say, break character, yeah. right. They're not going to say, oh, that's where our break room is or anything, yeah. you know, or we're changing shift, yeah. you know? So he said, we're, what's back there? What do you keep going to find? And he said, and he gave like this elaborate answer on the fly oh, I bet. Yeah. of like, that's where we <laughs> store something for, I, and I was like, oh. They're probably, you know, there's probably like secret shoppers yeah. that are making sure they're not telling, you know, yeah, telling the, the truth. truth. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of amazing. And I'm impressed by it. I just don't. I feel like I'd be exhausted. Plus, you know that there are going to be people in the party who are way more in. And I don't mean like people who are there yeah. who are guests who are way more into the cosplay than others. And they're, you know, trying to live their best star Wars life. And I just feel like it's going to get real awkward real quick. I like, I, this wouldn't be probably my cup of tea in terms of star Wars in particular. I'm not like the hugest star Wars fan. I love star Wars. Like it's part of our childhood, but I'm not huge into this like universe, but I could see where like, you know, everybody's got their own, you know, the own uh, universe that, that they would want to be a part of. Mm-hmm. I could see finding one that would be fun. Cause like you said, it is kind of like a cruise. You, you know, show up and you're kind of suspending disbelief from the realities of the outside world right. for a few days. Right. Right. Except on a cruise, you get to be yourself. You know what I mean? That's for yeah. me, the but, hard part about this is that you're, you're, you're acting and you know, you're acting and everybody's acting. Yeah. Um, also, I got, I just have to draw your attention to the rooms, the cabins on this. None of them have windows. Oh, weird. It is because you're supposed to be on a galactic cruiser. They're, um, they have berths like bunks. Yeah. Uh, that are, and I think they try to make it comfortable, but there's no windows. It just, 
little claustrophobic. Listen, maybe. I love Disney, and I think for the extreme Star Wars oh, God, fan, I bet, can you imagine kids who are like all up in Star Wars? This would be, I think, like the dream of a lifetime to just completely, right. you know, indulge all of the. And like you don't have to leave at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You just get to keep the magic going, you know. I will just tell you, um, if you are interested at all in the Star Wars uh, oh, I cannot even experience. begin to imagine how expensive it are is. Are you ready for it? Yeah. So they, I remember looking at this and they didn't even have a plan for a family of five like mine, um, which is fine because we weren't going to do it. But they do four guests per cabin. And uh, that's going to run you uh, about $6,000. That's a lot. For how many days? Uh, that is, I don't how many days is that? I don't know. It's, I think it's I just think it's the two, two days. Yeah. Two full days. That's insane. That's bonkers. Yeah. I mean, that's But you know there unreal. are people out there who are going to eat that up. I bet there is a list out the door and down the street and around the corner. Yeah, it's wild. And you can, I mean, you know, BuzzFeed did an entire, because here's the other thing. BuzzFeed wrote up exactly what the storyline is, and I didn't. I don't want to share any of that because I think that's like spoilers. a spoiler. Yeah. Um, but if you want to read it, you can, and it tells you spoilers from here on out, and it'll tell you exactly what the program is, um, and exactly what you're there doing, and who's there, and what's going to happen. Um, and I can imagine if you really are geeked about this going in, you're going to not want to yeah. know what's going to happen and just be along for the ride. But you can look up all, I mean, because they just opened it, there's all kinds of information out there oh, and bet. people's yeah. opinions I mean, about. I want your money. Yeah, how it went. <laughs> I'm not going to get mine. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, uh, somebody who has more than enough money mm. to do a Star Wars weekend, the Queen. She'll be doing that soon. Uh, well, that's good news. Yeah, no, it is. We will give an update on the health of the Queen after this on My Talk 1071. It's Colleen and on the health of the Queen on the Colleen and Bradley show. Mm-hmm. My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lidstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. This is official royal news. The Queen is on the other side, you guys. She has recovered from oh, okay. the COVID. Oh, God, sorry. Oh, the other side of COVID. Not like other side of COVID. Other side of COVID. Hey, join the club, Her Majesty did. And at least, well, she has recovered enough to head over to Frogmore Cottage to see some of the fam. I can tell you more on that in a moment. But this is um, this is just very, very good news because, of course, not like there hasn't been enough going on in the world. Mm -hmm. We've been sort of sitting on pins and needles, hoping that the queen makes a full recovery after learning that uh, following a uh, COVID outbreak at uh, Buckingham Palace, she uh, did test positive and everybody's like, oh. Then she changed over to light duties and then she did no duties Mm -hmm. uh, for a hot minute. Then she came back and did another duty and then went away and didn't do some duties. But now she's probably doing duties and then some. Specifically, and the reason we're talking about this today is because she took a little saunter down to Frogmore Cottage. Now... Okay, so the Queen is like, you know, the like headquarters HQ for the Queen would be Buckingham Palace, mm-hmm. but that's not where she's like hanging out. So when she got the COVID, she went to Windsor Castle, and Windsor Castle um, is the site of a bunch of like royal stuff, mm-hmm. but it also includes Frogmore Cottage, and Frogmore Cottage, you'll remember, is technically uh, Prince Harry 
and Meghan Markle's abode. But they're not there right now because there's been some stuff going on. Isn't one of the cousins there? Beatrice. Beatrice. With her daughter, which is one of the people that the Queen got to see. So the Queen took a little jaunt. Now, um, you know, Holly, you said this while while we were prepping because there's a picture of her in a car. Maybe she drove. I don't know. But it is just a nine-minute walk. It's about .4 miles, according to Google Maps, from Mm. Windsor Castle, uh, from the Queen's back door to... uh, Frogmore Cottage's front That's door. nothing. I bet she has, like, bathrooms that are that far away from yeah. a bedroom. And right? Then... She's just like... Yeah. Oh, this will just be an outside walk. She probably skateboards to them. It literally is uh, uh, via St. Albans Street. The walk from uh, Windsor Castle to Frogmore Cottage goes from St. Albans to the, quote, long walk. So there's mm. literally just a walking area for her to walk to Frogmore mm. Cottage. Anyway, while she was there, she got to see... Oh, look, it's Prince William and Duchess Kate and their three kids, Prince George, Prince Aww. Charlotte, and Prince Louis. Oh, the fam! Eight, six, and three, respectively. They enjoyed the nice weather at the Frogmore House, uh, according to the Daily Mail. And Princess B was there. Now, remember, she was just over in L.A. hanging out, having dinner with Prince Harry and mm-hmm. Meghan. Um, but she attended this gathering along with her five-month-old daughter, Sienna. And then the uh, the queen got back to her royal duties with some formal ambassadory uh, bits and pieces. Now, all of this is to just say, like, great, thanks, you know, glad you're out and about, yes. queen. Hope you're getting better. Hey, girl. Take your vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Uh, continue to take some zinc, maybe. Um, drink lots of clear liquids. Because she can be tired for a really long time. And she's 95 years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is all to say that people, one of the reasons people were holding their breaths for the queen uh, because, of course, this is her Platinum Jubilee year. Yes. And the Platinum Jubilee means... That we're celebrating a lot of years on the throne. How many? 70? years on the throne. Oof. Oof. I hope she now, has a ring on it. Now, technically, mm. actually, she got a crown on it, honey, because mm. she's the queen. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say, so she passed that milestone technically uh, last month, mm-hmm. but... We celebrate all year. But the actual official ceremony takes place, I think, in June or sometime in the summer. Okay. Um, so we wanted her to get to the celebration get part. healthy for the jubbly. Because let's be real. The longer she's on the throne, the less we have to endure Prince Charles on mm-hmm. the throne. And I know that's probably an unpopular opinion to some, but I just... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I think after I the Queen, it's not going to be as fun. I'm just going to put it out there. It's not going to be as fun when the, cle- the Queen leaves the, the universe. 
Uh, I have mm-hmm. a question about that because mm-hmm. I'm not as uh, plugged into the Royals as a lot of people are. Mm-hmm. Is is it just that we that Charles is kind of a fuddy duddy or a dud or what is it about Charles being on the throne that we, I mean I know like we love the Queen, but what is, is it? What is it about having Charles on the throne that we're all so womp womp about? Well, because I think Charles is just a womp womp yeah. from the very beginning, and especially after his experience with Princess Diana. And by experience, I'm being very kind. So the drama and the hell that he put uh, Princess Diana through, mm-hmm. and I think not standing up to his family and like, I mean, watch The Crown. Oh, You'll I have watched plenty the Diana reasons. musical, so I feel like I know all about it. Um, but yeah, I think that's <laughs> mostly why. Okay, well. I'm with you. Let's keep the queen around, uh, you know, for as many jubblies as we can. Well, and I honestly just think if you if you do any digging and do any reading about the way the British public feels about the royal family, I mean, I think once Charles um, takes the throne, ascends the throne, uh, I don't think the British public is going to just be as excited about, you know, having the royal family as their official head of state. Yeah. Which... I mean, that's not to say they're going to go anywhere, but I just think it's... They might not have the same amount of... There's a reason she's... Pull. Yeah, there's the reason she's so beloved. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people don't love the institution. I totally get that. I mean, hi, we're Americans. We don't... That's not our thing. Yeah, that's why we're here. (laughs) We kind of uh, said maybe we don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, But as a person, just as a human who has traveled through time and space in a very unique position that no one else can probably relate to mm-hmm. that is currently living on this planet with the exception of maybe like the royal family in Japan or some other royal families that are actually on the throne for many, many years. I mean, she is just an incredibly, <clears throat> incredibly fascinating human being. Yeah. Yeah. 70 years. We're glad you're feeling better, Queen. Yeah, Liz. I know she listens. She might. You don't know. Queen. Keep up the good work. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are going to tell you about some celebrities behaving badly, we call them. We'll tell you about them after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And uh, we have a name for those celebrities behaving badly. That name is. D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Thanks for asking Haley and Justin Bieber are not my D-Bags. Oh, okay. But they are a part of the story because OK Magazine, that's OK with an exclamation point because okay. it's not good well, enough it's to better just than say okay. that. It's OK. Anyway, they're my D-Bag for this dumb story about Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin Bieber. Hey, Bieber, 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 Bieber. Uh, anyway. Rubber baby bubby bunkers. Uh, Haley and Justin <laughs> Bieber are bickering over babies. Mm. Singer is getting impatient as model publicly declares she's not ready. Justin Bieber's forcing her to have children. Sorry. Okay. Haley Bieber, get it? Sorry. Haley <laughs> Bieber has crushed husband Justin Bieber's dreams. With her recent announcement that she's not ready to start a family just yet. According to an insider. Yep, that's right. You know, Haley, who's 25, by the way, uh-huh. TikTok, uh, told an interview she's de- interviewer, she's definitely 
Uh, not interested in having a baby this year, which apparently has devastated Justin oh, Bieber. Justin oh. is upset that his little lady won't give him uh, a baby. Yeah, she, Justin just wants an army of babies. <laughs> uh, but Haley is fo- set on focusing on her career and will not be rushed. Period. Oh. End of story. I think that's the problem, actually. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is just trash and it's not real. Um, and it's clearly just... A hot mess of lies promulgated by none other than OK Magazine. Mm-hmm. If indeed that is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, wow. Holly, are you OK? Over that there? was her soul. She just fell. <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. Um, Justin just, you know, he's been really eager to have children for a while now and he's getting impatient. But, you know, Haley's going public with her feelings. And that really was a kick in the teeth for Justin. Friends are seeing this as a signal. They might be headed toward another rough patch. Really? Really? Okay, there's so much about this that's really gross well, and on it's a also larger level. Very sexist, right? So like, sexist. Well, I love the statement that, like, um, she, you know, she wants kids, but she wants to focus on her career right now. Because, you know, women can't do both. No. Nope. You got to pick one. It's your child right. or your career. So, obviously, obviously, I don't care about my children. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what OK Magazine mm-hmm. would like you to believe. Thank you, OK. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why they're just OK. Uh, here, yeah, right. There's, uh, the, here's what she actually said. There's this thing that happens for women when you get married. Everybody always assumes it's first comes love, then comes marriage, then comes the baby. She doesn't say in the baby carriage, which I feel like is a missed opportunity, but she said that to the Wall Street Journal and then went on to say, well, what about all the things I want to accomplish in my business? I think I had it ingrained in my head that I was going to want to have kids right away and I was going to want to have kids super, super young. Then I turned 25 and I'm like, I'm still super, super young. Mm. So all you're learning right here is that she is thinking about how she wants to have a family, which is what every person who wants right. to have a family does. Right. Right. And, and there's, there's nothing shamey about that. There's right. nothing preventative about that. There's nothing that's pointing at Justin Bieber and saying, you can't have those babies. Well, and she it's not even like she's saying, I don't ever want to have babies. Mm-hmm. And it's also not like she's saying, I can't have a career and have babies. She's just actually in the moment where she is having to make decisions about what she wants to do with her body, with her career, with her husband, with her family. And that is, yeah, those are big decisions. And honestly, honestly... Like, that's a good thing for her to be making choices consciously about how she's going to structure. Yeah. And there was nothing shady, nothing drama y, nothing Justin Bieber pointy in the finger facey. Mm-mm. So, yeah. Mm. Okay. Baby, not okay. baby, mm-hmm. baby, not no. yet. No, it's baby, baby. No. No. <laughs> Do you want to know who my D bag is? Who's your D bag? A little couple we like to call Mushigan. What is that? Oh, Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. Hi. Okay, we touched on this so briefly yesterday during a Dirt Alert update, I think. And I we need to go deeper oh, into this right. journey. Because apparently the big concern for this couple as they are considering walking down the aisle is finding the exact right location to perfectly reflect their gothic needs. Okay. Gothic uh, whatever that means. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, let me give you an the idea. Death. Let me give you an idea of uh, eyeliner. Of what that means. 
Apparently, Machine Gun Kelly was recently on the Late Late Show with James Corden, which is why I missed it, because I cannot even make it to the Late Show. So the Late Late Show is definitely out of the question. Uh, And he uh, was asked by James Corden about the wedding. And he explained that the wedding plans for them are just a little complicated Mm, um, because he has a very artistic vision that must be created for their big day. He said, and I quote, when they can build me like a red river with like Gothic and then he trailed off. And then he said, the location is hard trying to find a spot that's matching my artistic. And then James Corton interrupted him. I love the idea of a red river in a Gothic Gothic setting. And, uh, and that was the end of the story. However, as you recall, they love blood. This couple does. Yeah, I mean, they want a really like bloody Disney blood, but sure, bloody bloody I wedding. Love blood. And they the reason do, like, I say Carrie wedding or what? I think it has to be sexier. It has to be sexy blood. It has to be sexy gothic blood. So the reason I said they love blood is remember when they got married uh, right by that tree in wherever they were. Um, you know, not married when they got engaged, he proposed, she said yes, and then she shared that they drank each other's blood to seal the deal. Everyone does that on their big day. So they're just super bloody yeah. and which again, Disney goth. Uh it is are. sort of Disney goth. Um but that's like, what they're actual looking for. goths out there are really angry right now and they're not gonna call in because they they're don't want to admit they're listening. Not like yeah, I was yeah, gonna say they're, they're like probably listening not listening. To well, they're listening. <laughs> they just won't admit it, and that's fine. And we see you and we hear you and you're valuable and important. But yeah. I also see that um they're Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox are not exhibiting Mm-mm. actual gothiness. No. No. <laughs> they're not listening to Susie Sue. No. They're not listening to Bauhaus. By the way, did you guys know I did not know this because I don't remember talking about this, but do you remember when they were doing they had the uh it was a red carpet appearance and they were getting all crotch grabby with like really long nails do you remember those pictures Sounds vaguely familiar okay so this was in um was this the american music awards oh no at, honestly actually this apparently was an event in west hollywood so i might be thinking of different pictures it was an event in west hollywood to celebrate the launch of uh his new nail polish, his being Machine Gun Kelly's, the two of them had uh, coordinated such that they handcuffed each other together by their fake nails. Okay. I don't yeah. know why that sends a shiver it's just, down my spine because I just I don't want it to get caught on something uh, and then the nail rips uh, off. Uh, uh, see? Nope, 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 nope. Uh, okay. I'm concerned. Uh I am too, but apparently they made it through just fine. But this is just so them. They are so artistically thirsty. Mm, You know, they take it like next level. They, they just really try way too hard. And uh, so if, by the way, though, if you are a person who has a river full of blood somewhere on your property, give them a call because they're looking for your location. I mean, maybe call Chicago. They're really good at changing the color of a river true. for a day. It's true. Not goth enough, though. Mm-mm. Right? That's not goth enough for them. Um, but uh, we might never see this wedding take place unless they can get that bloody river. Well, I'm sure it'll take place and we will be forced to mm-hmm. view every bit of its Disney goth experience. Yeah. Oh, how lucky for us. They'll have us. a black dress. Oh, yeah. And 
her bouquet will be made out of garlic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's going to be wearing the armor from Bram uh, Stoker's <laughs> Dracula. And his best man will drive a dagger into his heart. Yeah. So we just planned their wedding. I mean, hire us. We clearly would do a better job than they're seemingly doing. It's going to be great. All right. Well, we found new talents here (laughs) on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We will plan your gothic wedding for you. Who knew? Who knew? Uh, All right. When we come back, oh, by the way, don't forget also her ring is situated such that if they take it off, it will draw blood. It'll kill her. So again... They're a bloody couple. Yep. It's a it's a whole scene with those two. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, another update. This time, uh, an update about Max Chmerkovsky and uh, his efforts to get out of Ukraine. We know where he is now. We'll talk about that after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. And we have an update regarding Max Chmerkovsky and his efforts to leave Ukraine. Bradley, uh, what's the latest? Well, he made it out of Ukraine and is in Poland right now. And that, again, is Max Chmerkovsky, who is from Dancing with the Stars. Well, at least that's where most people would know him from, a dancer on uh, one of the pro dancers on that shoe. And he did make it out of Ukraine. Talks about this harrowing story. It is crazy what he has been through. Um, and it's just a reminder that literally anybody can end up being a refugee. I know people think like um, there is something unique about that experience, but it has happened and can happen to anyone. Um, and you find, you know, the star of a reality show from the United States who mm-hmm. originally comes from Ukraine along with um, members of his family, ends up being a refugee trying to flee uh, a country that is under siege and, you know, being bombarded by another country, um, Russia. But let me tell you the the actual story. So he updated everything on social media. If you follow him on social media, you'll see in his stories his account of what went down. But people also sort of put them all together and gives you kind of the the timeline and the tale of of what happened most recently i think as of yesterday we knew he'd made it onto a train that was headed to poland and it sounds i mean it's just insane like i can't i can't think of words that could actually paint a picture that would indicate what it must truly feel like to be on a train Mm -hmm. full of hundreds and hundreds of people when you know for example one of the let's see if i can find where he says this so uh, there were five cars on the train that he was on, about 130 some odd people in each car. Mm. Um, you know, a car that probably is used to having maybe like 20 or 30 people in oh, it. Oh, wow. Now has that many people. He said that, you know, um, currently I'm in a cabin. This was before he reached Poland. Currently I'm in a cabin with four adults and seven kids. So I don't know if you've ever seen like a train cabin. These Mm-mm. are tiny little spaces. Yeah. Four adults, seven kids, aged two to 11 which is usually only occupied by a maximum of three people. Oh, my gosh. There's usually up to 30 people in one wagon, but again, there's like 130. Uh, we're told we have to fit 135. Walkways are packed. People everywhere. It's sweaty and claustrophobic. Um, you know, they don't have the ability to go to the bathroom. Um, they did at one point stop. People were able to get out. They ended up having problems with the train that he was on. Um, How long is the ride? Uh, it was hours. That's yeah. all I know. Oof. Yeah. In a separate message, he posted um, because I think a lot of people are like, why, you know, why did you leave? Because maybe you would have stayed. A lot of people have stayed to fight. 
He said in a separate message, what finally broke me is when I was watching an eight-year-old boy hysterically crying and not wanting Mm. to let go of his father. Verbatim, he said, if you stay, I want to stay too, because if they kill you, I won't be able to help. Um, I still don't know how he was able to leave. I'm assuming he's a citizen of the United States as well, and Mm -hmm. so maybe that afforded him the chance to leave. Because for those who don't know, like um, men 18 to 60 at mm-hmm. least as of yesterday, we're not able to leave the country. Yeah. And I was listening to an account on the, the daily. I listened to that this yeah, morning. The yeah. daily where they, they talked to three different people who, um, you know, three different men, all who had different stories mm-hmm. um, and how harrowing it can be. Some decided to stay, some want to go and can't. Um, so it's, I would imagine because, you know, he's either a resident or um, has some citizenship staff status in the United States that he was able to to get to Poland. Yeah, I mean when you you know when you say um those are powerful words. Literally anybody can be a refugee. Max Chmerkovsky, who we see as a celebrity, he's well known. Uh he's married to Peter Murgatroyd from Dancing with the Stars. He's got high visibility in that moment, in that place, he was one of all of those people mm-hmm. trying to get out. Yeah. And there was no first class cabin for him. There and, was no, you know, special effort to uh, get him out. He mm-hmm. had to do it on his own. Yeah. And there are other, I mean, there are other American citizens. I know um, Carla Holt, who um, is a reporter over at care. She t- told a story about another American uh, from Minnesota. Who's actually in Ukraine still. So this is not again, something mm-hmm. that, we should think is totally, you know, happening somewhere else with people, right? Um, with you know, not us, right? Like it, it it is affecting everyone. Is my point, right? The first person that they interviewed on the Daily too was a woman who's an American and also talked about the experience of mm-hmm. um, being on a bus full of people again with more people than there were seats, and uh, what happened when, um. There were men on the bus trying to leave and uh, they had to stop and get them off the bus uh, because they had to stay. Mm-hmm. And just what a terrifying and awful and painful and um, I mean, name the emotion experience that that was for her. And so, um, yeah, I'm glad that he's I'm glad that he's in a better place now. Do we know? Is he bound for the United States now? We don't know. I have no idea. But he did make it to Poland again. You know, he talked about um, and if you want to follow him on social media, his stories are the most up to date. Um, But he talks about uh, the fact that he had the option to get out, but not everybody does, which, again, you know, um, it's just a complicated, difficult thing for Mm -hmm. all sorts of different people. And you have I mean, there are so many stories, whether, you know, they're Americans or like there were uh, there's a whole situation with Nigerian students who are, who are having a hard time getting out of of Ukraine. It really does. It's not just this mad rush for the border and everybody can get out. Right. It's a very complicated thing. And if, you know, you're Ukrainian, it's even more complicated. Right. Because if you're a man, you're probably not leaving. Right. Oh, gosh. And I'm sure. I mean, uh, yeah, you can only imagine the the experience for Max of because he talked in the part that we talked about yesterday. He talked about being there to visit or visiting with friends, visiting with people in his life in Ukraine, and here he can get out. Yeah, and they can't. Um, and they can't. Mm-hmm. And so um, his is a very valuable um, story for us to hear and, and to 
Well, and again, it points out that, you know, in uh, in the world that we live in, in pop culture, um, you know, this is affecting every area of life, including but not limited to the things we usually treat gingerly and, you know, mm-hmm. sort of lightheartedly. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, the, you know, it's, it's it is I just if I can just peel back the curtain for one moment and just say sometimes when major things are happening in the world and we're over here talking about the frivolous daily things, it doesn't mean that we aren't paying attention. And uh, this is the kind of perfect display of how it trickles through. Um, And then we have an entry point to have a conversation uh, about kind of the bigger things that Mm -hmm. are happening. Um, Now that said, who doesn't love an escape? And uh, I would just issue a thank you to Kanye West for finding a Kim Kardashian lookalike to date so we can talk about that. There's always trash to talk about. Don't worry. Never mm-hmm. you worry about that. Uh, now, Bradley, uh, before we uh, go to break, would you like to uh, get people primed for the question that we are going to yeah, be asking? Yeah, so we're going to take a total left turn. So, again, very serious story. Now we're going to go back to our regularly scheduled lighthearted programming because it is, well, uh, it's National Pancake Day. There's no it's, other it's way day. to say that. It's, it's a major a, holiday. It's a big day for those of us who like pancakes. And who doesn't like pancakes exactly? My children, if you don't, don't even get me started. Well, they're not allowed to call in during the segment. Sometimes because they give a tummy ache. The question, Holly, I don't want to hear it. Uh, the, <laughs> the question is very simply this. Thick and fluffy, thin and crispy. How do you love your pancakes? If it's not one of those ways, tell us your favorite way to eat a pancake. Mm-hmm. 651-641-1071. Really, this is just an opportunity to talk about pancakes because I love pancakes and I want pancakes and I want pancakes with butter and maple syrup, um, even if it's the cheap stuff from Mrs. Butterworth or mm-hmm. whatever it is. Or Log Cabin yeah. or whatever. I would prefer Mrs. Butterworth because it's got that fake butter flavor. But Also, you can talk to the bottle. Oh, really? The Mrs. She Butterworth? Talk she doesn't back. talk back like she did in the commercials, but... You know, you can strike up a friendship. It's all good. I feel like there's a lawsuit pending. <laughs> also, I'm going to tell you how you can get free pancakes. Um, what? Yes. You know, this is actually the perfect. I just want to tell people, if you are at home right now struggling with what to make for dinner for your family, this is your permission to make breakfast to for make dinner. breakfast for dinner, which everybody oh, yeah. loves. There is not a person in the world who does not get excited about Breakfast for dinner. And uh, if you think, well, I don't have any pancake mix, doesn't matter. You know why? Because you can get free pancakes, and I'll tell you Well, where. that too. But also, I was just going to say, you have all the ingredients for it in your house. I didn't realize that Mrs. Butterworth was flavored like butter. I mean, hence... That's why the butter... The, butter she's worth the butter. Yeah, I just thought worth it was a clever butter. name. <laughs> it's just like, okay, well, we got to call syrup. this bottle something. Let's call her Mrs. Wouldn't Butterworth. Wouldn't you just call her like Mrs. Mapleworth? I guess so. <laughs> Holly, we all have these moments, and I want to just congratulate you on arriving at yeah. Mrs. Butterworth today. It's like... Maybe for cheat day, we'll make you drink some Mrs. Butterworth. Well, <laughs> it's like when you look at the signature, the corporate logo for Disney, the D is not a backwards G. It's, in fact, a letter D. Okay. I didn't Nobody, realize that until about... You thought it was Gizney? Oh, Holly. Okay, no, something else. We're not going to say it. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, how do you like your pancakes? 651-641-1071.
1071. And yes, that is Disney with a D after this on My Talk 1071.